Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is the Rose and Shine podcast with us, Victoria Rusolson and Josephine Roos. We are Swedish sisters and in our podcast, we explore career and well-being So join us for inspiration and practical insights from our own international lives and careers. Good afternoon. This is Victoria sending from Atlanta. Good evening. This is Josephine from Mallorca. And it's so good to see you. I am so grateful to see you, Josephine. It is wonderful. I love recording our podcast. And here we are. And yes, wonderful. And the theme of today is sort of the theme of the month, especially me absorbing everything here now in the US. I love Thanksgiving. And actually, our marketing team uh, at Franklin Covey asked me if I could not do a little session with them on gratefulness. And I thought, that's an awesome topic for a podcast. And then yeah. we got all inspired. <laughs> <laughs> we got all inspired and we were thinking, you know, what about gratefulness and really having that check-in or kind of even that yearly check-in of gratefulness. So we thought we'd do gratefulness with a twist, perhaps. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I guess the cynic could argue, like, really, isn't this gratefulness becoming an industry on its own? I mean, I was at Whole Foods yesterday and I managed to pick up a cute little box with nice crystals for my gratefulness meditation, right? <laughs> and I saw so many little things around gratefulness that was dying to get into my trolley, right? <laughs> But so, yes. Is it becoming an industry? Is it becoming a trend factor? What do you think, Josephine? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to have a conversation like this without thinking, you know, that half of the audience would be like, oh, no, not gratefulness <laughs> again, as if that is this magical cure to all of our, you know, mental health problems, which which it's not, obviously. Mm -hmm. But and yes, there's this huge industry of course that is benefiting so much around this and I was watching I just read Nine Perfect Strangers and now I'm watching it on um, on Netflix or on Amazon Prime or wherever it is yes and oh my god <laughs> I love that show Nine Perfect Strangers everyone you have to watch it it's uh, it's the, the premise is that there's a number of people coming to this wellness retreat mm -hmm. and it's just a glorious wellness <laughs> retreat I, I think you're supposed to have a mixed sense of emotions when you start to watch that movie, certainly, or a series, certainly towards the end of the series. 
But for me, when I see them entering that wellness retreat, I'm like, that's where I want to live. That's where I want to be. Take me to that beautiful wellness retreat. And in each episode, it's like a new, amazing smoothie, you know, that is being mixed. And so I want to point out to the audience. Spoiler alert. That they are microdosed, so everyone gets, you know, really quite extra happy. And I think that they get more, more and more, you know, less micro and more dosed as the series yes. goes on. So you are on episode four, right? Or what, what did you tell me? How many? Yes, something yes. like that. Yeah. And I've seen it all. So I'm not going to give any more spoilers, but maybe you're still on a high. Let's see. We'll talk about it <laughs> later but, on. But my, my point, more than that, I want to move into that beautiful location where they're at, it's it's a, a range of different people that are entering this. And, I, and they really kind of showcase these different amount of uh, these different types of people mm. that we perhaps even have within ourselves sometimes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is like the enthusiast, yeah. of like I'm going to embrace everything, wellness and gratefulness and, you know, so on. Kind of like Napoleon, which is one of the characters in this. And then you have, you know, some of the somewhat skeptics who mm-hmm. kind of like, I like it, but can I have a glass of wine yeah. when I do this? You yeah. know, that's, I, yeah. I can sometimes fall into that category. Really? And <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the, uh, you know, total anti-wellness um, and gratefulness and, and whatever, kind of the grumpy reluctance. Yes. But yes. they're still there. Yes. And maybe you are still here listening to this podcast. Yeah, you know, recognizing that you're one of those. So enjoy the ride. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wherever you are, uh, let's enjoy that. And I I really think it is important, you know, to see. I, I loved your analogy there, Josephine. Maybe these nine perfect strangers are all representing different parts within us, right? Where mm-hmm. we have that. Yeah, so that that's really good. <laughs> it also made me think, you know, being grateful and being like overly it's not necessarily the same thing as being overly positive or overly optimistic, but we all have different characteristics. And one of the uh, workshops I, I work with a lot uh, right now is multipliers with Liz Weisman. And I, I just love that content. And I might have spoken about it before, but really what she does talk about is, so on, on her research is how we all have tendencies that are amazing and very positive. But if we bring them on too much, in particular as leaders, they actually end up being diminishing. Yeah. So for example, like if you are like I am super optimistic, you know, it's almost like you, you come in as a leader and you're so optimistic that everyone else would be like, well, she's not really hearing the reality here. Like yeah. that's, that's not yeah. real. I can't relate it. Or another one I can relate to is like, I'm the case setter, you know, when it's like a nice, speed and you're thinking that you're showing the way by walking really fast Mm -hmm. so that everyone it's a little bit like that man I spoke about in the last episode who was kind of just like running and jogging and trying to encourage his wife and in reality (laughs) she was just like I I don't ever want to run again Uh or like you know all these things and another one is always on oh my goodness I mean I can recognize myself in all of them like always on right I swear I've had teams who are like okay let's avoid Victoria a little bit on Monday mornings when she's on the weekend and she comes with all her enthusiasm right all of her energy yes exactly so what I wanted to say is that yes gratefulness is important but it's okay sometimes also to not be grateful right yes Absolutely. What are the things you're not grateful for? <laughs> just being, can you make like the, the non-gratefulness list? My metabolism. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, I'm happy that I have a metabolism. 
that yes. perhaps sounds really ungrateful. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, see, you know. but even like, look at that, <laughs> what's happening now. So maybe the trick is like, if we start to challenge yourself and say like, oh, I'm not up to this. What are the things I'm, I'm really not grateful over? And now you started and you said that thing and it came very speedy. And then you started to, well, I guess I'm happy I do have it, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, no, exactly. What about you? Now, I, that would probably be on, on top of my list. And it's like one thing I'm like, sometimes I can mutter over like my niece, for example, that they, you know, I've had so much surgery and like, oh, like on, you know, but then on the other hand, I'm thinking like, but I have pretty good legs, right? They really take me places and up for hills and I'm like, right? So uh-huh. it's it's good, like poor niece, like I yeah. just need to do a little, like, I don't want to be hard on them. So I guess that's one thing. Yeah, metabolism, mm. knees. Overanalyzing, probably, is on my, but apparently now, you know, our astrologist told me that that's part of my, you know, Libra um, star sign. Yes. So I yeah. have, now I have the to embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I must say I find myself being so very fortunate and I see I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so optimistic. I really need to stop talking now because I'm going to drive. Yeah, no, exactly. Away. People yeah. will be disgusted. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Um, Let's, yeah. okay. So that's our non, <laughs> non grateful list. But the point I want to make is it's okay. Sometimes there are things that are really hard and we're not grateful over them right now. I can't really think of them, but I'm thinking like, you know, when Andreas was stuck, in Sweden for five months and he wasn't here. That wasn't, I wasn't grateful for that. I, but I did try to think like that I, I really missed him and thinking that, okay, that's, a, excuse my language, it's a little bit chitty, right? Mm-hmm. But being grateful that I, that at least he wasn't dead, <laughs> you know, like that <laughs> I still have a husband, right? He's like all the poor people that lose their, their partners, right? Yeah. And that it just proves that I'm really in love. And right, so I, I really just tried to, turn it around. But I think to do that, maybe first, it's okay to just acknowledge that that wasn't great or that was bad. Yeah, no, exactly. And I, I think that's okay. And I think that in terms of, of gratefulness as well, it, you know, sometimes if you're feeling perhaps particularly in a challenging context, and maybe if you're feeling, um, you know, even triggered or you're feeling jealous. Yeah, let's perhaps talk about jealousy if you're feeling that. And that can be a very hard time to then also feel gratefulness. But sometimes when you look at other people's life and what other people have, I, mm-hmm. I, I read this and, and, and really resonated with that, is that if you ever feel in this situation, you know, like, oh, I would like to change. I would like to have what that person have. Mm-hmm. You know, I would like to have whatever she's experiencing right now. And then the question is, would you actually be prepared, though, to exchange everything that you have for that person's life and experience oh that makes me think of that book we both read i think in the invisible life of audrey de la vie or something like that mm. oh where, yeah yeah yeah. of course where she's actually she gets to trade it like she can yeah, live, she gets forever. To live forever but no one remembers her yes I think this is kind of a, a side <laughs> sidestep to this podcast, no. but it will. But the idea, if we keep to the point here, yes, yes. is really that, that idea. If you're feeling this kind of sense of, of, of lack of gratefulness or, or even jealousy, or you would like to have someone else's life, is really that, would you be prepared to then have their strange childhood or their or never being remembered relationship with, with someone? 
Yeah, but the fact of like we can be jealous, but we're only jealous of this like small part that we see, yes. you know, that we don't have, but we don't know the whole package around it. You see the Instagram happiness and you pick you pick that one part that got on Instagram, which is like a not even a percent of that person's life. Yeah. And that's where I saw a quote, which was cultivate the habit of being grateful for every good thing that comes to you and to give thanks continuously. And because all things have contributed to your advancement, you should include all things in your gratitude. Hmm. So that is a bit of kind of yeah. taking the negative with with the whole and say, you know, perhaps. No, but it's um, like seeing your shadows and sort of expecting them, right? So hmm. th- there's so many theories out there now. And I have some friends doing research on this too, of, of just sort of accepting a little bit the sides of yourself as well that you also might not really like so much mm-hmm. that you find annoying like why am I always whatever it is talking too much talking too little what all these things are and just sort of embracing them and see that's okay too right be a little bit forgiving for ourselves mm-hmm. and going back to the the key idea here where we started off you know in terms of positive psychology mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. gratitude and should we be so positive all the time one of my favorite meditation stories that keeps on coming up in different meditations that I'm doing is the story around this um, Japanese farmer. And, you know, one day his horse is is injured and then everyone in the village comes to him and says, oh, no, poor you. You're so unlucky. Your horse is injured. And he says, oh, we'll see. Mm. And then the next day it happens that everyone that has a horse need to contribute to to the army uh-huh. and everyone says oh you're so lucky that um you know that you don't have a horse your horse is injured and you don't have to contribute it and he'll say oh we'll see and the story goes on and on in the end his son hasn't go doesn't have to go to war because his son gets injured and and so on and the man is just constantly this kind of oh we'll see and the the moral of the story is this kind of equanimity of being okay with Mm. what is so it's not so much about like trying to see the positive side but being a little bit okay with with both sides and you know we'll see we don't really know what lesson we're going to learn from the hardship that we're facing or from the positive thing that we are facing Hmm. yeah I like that and also but I would say also now when you are in the moment just because you will never know the future also take the time to enjoy and be grateful for the things that you have, right? Yeah. I was really thinking the other day because I just read this off. I mean, the book was really good, but it was both about the First World War and the Second World War. And it was about female spies. Very interesting. The Alice Network for anyone wanting to read. It was quite awful because it was based on... That's the sp- one when you can't sleep at yeah. night. Yes, you read. because then I Googled... <laughs> And realized that the awful things that happen actually did happen in reality. And yeah, so, and then I thought like poor people born like 1900, especially like in in Europe, like first they have the first world war when they're teenagers, then they get like the great depression. Then they have, when they have just getting, are getting children and like, then they have the second world. And when they retire in time for the cold war, right? Like. How unfortunate to be um, living. That must have been a hardship. So just look at us, how grateful we can be. Uh, And I know we are having as the whole world right now, COVID, of course, still here, 
still spooking around. But in the big scheme of things, we have so many things to be fortunate and grateful over, I'd mm. say. Yeah, absolutely. And so in terms of, of living gratefulness, mm-hmm. if we're at least establishing here in this podcast, yes. that, you know, let's see what kind of practice and so on that we can have in terms of cultivating gratefulness and how to do that. How do we live gratefulness on a daily basis? So let's just take a moment and think about why we should do it. And there is actually quite a lot of research. I did a super quick Google and found psychology, positive psychology today. And they came up with a a list of nine recent psychological findings related to the study of gratitude. So here are like nine reasons why we should be doing it. Number one is enhanced well-being. Two, deeper relationships. Three, improved optimism. Four, increased happiness. Five, stronger self-control. Six, better physical and mental health. Seven, an overall a better life. Eight, stronger athleticism, and nine, stronger neurologically-based morality. Hmm. Hmm. So those were nine reasons. Any surprises? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that, you know, on the website, what I saw that they go into detail of some of them, and we might mm-hmm. not do that now, such as, you know, stronger athleticism, for example. Uh, <laughs> but no, and I mean, in terms of the neurologically-based morality, I'm not sure, but obviously the neuroscience is showing, you know, how we're creating these new connections, you know, depending on what kind of thoughts we have. So that is the whole essence of visualization Mm. and of priming and so on, is that we're actually creating new connections in our brain. Yeah. So it makes sense that gratitude would, would support that. You know, I'm thinking to the athleticism point, having played tennis this morning, right? (laughs) And when I'm like, it's like, oh, wow, I'm grateful for that serve, right? It's it's just easier that it comes again, the second serve, right? Like, so I I can definitely see the point. All right. So Josephine, what are we then going to do? What what practices could we put in place to be more grateful? Well, so we can, of course, have a a daily check-in or a daily gratefulness ritual, um, which I've always found to be very helpful I sometimes slip out of it I sometimes keep it Mm -hmm. and there's a lot already out there in terms of you know having a gratefulness journal writing down you know what are three things that you are the most grateful for today Mm. um for example I also really like um you know people have different feelings around Tony Robbins I'm, I'm sure um very much a positive psychologist type Mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. um but he has these priming videos which are when you do them they're quite excellent it's like a 15 minute video where he goes through with his audience and primes them around what are some of the most extraordinary and ordinary things in their lives that they are grateful for Mm. and i'm not doing this every day and i'm not suggesting perhaps the people i mean some people will do this every day Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's a really good reminder because when you do that priming video it's 15 minutes you do feel really good Mm. so it's just this clear feeling of if you think about moments in your life that made you really happy 
Uh-huh. If anything else, it's steering you away from worrying or from thinking in negative thoughts or from doing nothing. So clearly it's it's having a really positive and kind of supportive impact. Yeah. So I think that sounds like a good idea for anyone that need that little bit of a boost. I, I have a very simple, and I know I've shared it before, but practicing that is every morning, three things that I'm grateful for. And I find most mornings it's super easy. It's like, you know, there are so many things that could make this list, mm. but I think, I guess the list is more important to make the days where you don't feel like making the list because like, ugh, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's so rewarding, I'd say, because you are there with your list and you're looking like, wow, these things are amazing. Like, I am really, really happy uh, about these things, whatever that might be, right? That Mm -hmm. really makes a difference. So to just take that moment before we step into the day and just really reflect on three things in our life that really is something to be grateful for. Mm. That's amazing, I think. Mm. And when someone framed it to me, um, just in terms of like, what are three things that you're grateful for that happened this past month? And I thought that's really helpful, especially Mm. if you're not feeling that great, because you always have this feeling or I always have the feeling that it needs to be something that I'm grateful for right now. Mm -hmm. But it can be helpful to then think about what happened to me this month that I can find gratefulness is. And that's a little bit easier. It's a little bit gentler. Yeah. But you still can get that fussy, warm feeling of that. This thing happened to me. Um, yeah. So here's what we want to inspire all of you to do, because inspired, I guess, by Thanksgiving and sort of like I was asking you, is this all over the world or is it just me discovering it? I feel like November is the gratefulness month almost. But what about doing like a yearly sort of gratefulness check-in, like a little bit of a ritual around that? We love those yearly rituals, right? Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to give you a little bit of inspiration and a few questions that you might be asking yourselves when it comes to your gratefulness. Yeah. So perhaps even like we're creating our yearly vision board. Mm -hmm. This could be a yearly prompting you for you know a yearly check-in or just a check-in that you're having now in November to see where are the different areas and aspects of your life where you can find gratefulness because sometimes we just end up with the same list right I think we've talked about Mm -hmm. it before it's like oh I'm grateful for that my kids are healthy and I'm grateful for the birds singing this morning or or something like that will be things (laughs) that end up on my list and sometimes it can be nice to have some new things yeah on that list but by all means you might want to bring up that vision board right now if you did make it when when we were working on that in january last year or this year it can help us so here are a few sort of questions we can ask ourselves if if we're now doing like a little bit of a check-in and i would say the first point is like to just take a little bit of a moment and stop and think about what really happened this year Right. Mm. What, what, what were like the bigs, like almost go back a year from now and all the things. Yeah, and... no, exactly. So perhaps looking at the vision board and also see whether anything on that vision board happened. Yeah. And whether you're grateful for it happening or if you're grateful for it not happening for some reason as well. Yeah. Could be one way of doing that. So but if we just look back overall this year, Josephine, what, what would you pick? Like what's an activity? It doesn't need to be your top three, but mm-hmm. because I also think that's very important. If you're like, 
Like, what's the thing I'm the most grateful for? Mm-hmm. That also becomes a, a little bit of, you know, really hard. Then then that's the dilemma, like how to order it. Let's not order it. But yeah, what's some things that you're really grateful for this year? I'm incredibly grateful that we ended up going to New Zealand yeah. and that we were able to go to New Zealand. And that is, I hadn't thought about it now until you asked that question, but that is, it came out of it being a really hardship time and lockdown mm-hmm. in the UK and really not a nice time to be there. And really that feeling, if we talk about the, the Japanese farmer again, of being like, oh, why is this happening now? Yeah. When we moved to the UK and now we're in lockdown and we were locked in Colombia, blah, blah, blah. But out of that came our opportunity and chance to go to New Zealand, which was incredible. And really, really wonderful. So that's so interesting because that makes me think of, will we be more grateful if something bad is happening first, right? Because Mm -hmm. one of the things that I'm like was, wow, was for me and Isabel to be able to go back to Sweden again. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I've never been so grateful (laughs) to go to Sweden in my entire life as then. And it's because we weren't able to go for so long, right? I, so I think just, the pandemic for sure has in, you know, made us see what we have and what we can take for granted and what we can't take for granted and, and what's important to us. So a bit, yes. Yeah. To your question, yes. Yeah. All right. Here's another um, thing that I'm going to throw out there for you and for all our listeners. Mm-hmm. What's the feeling that you love that you've had this year, like, or this past month or like, you know, something that you're like, wow, I remember when I had that feeling, that was awesome. What, what could that be? <laughs> oh, now, now I don't fit in with your questions here, Vic. I'm going to be like the, the difficult uh, student. <laughs> That's okay. But let's some of let's the, take it where we some go. Some of the meditation work and, and that I'm doing right now is a lot around feelings mm-hmm. and it's a lot around kind of holding on to positive feelings versus, you know, letting go of negative feelings. And the meditation around it is talking more about the sense of, you know, equanimity and this idea of this tapping into the general okayness Mm -hmm. that is beyond the feeling or beyond the thought. So a feeling apparently only stays in our body for, or an emotion only stays in our body for a few seconds unless we hold on to the emotion by putting thought into it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So for example, today I had a strong sense of fear. I felt I I was running and then there was some dogs barking and I got scared and that led me to have fear around something happening to my kids. It was just like a mental thing. I just spend away on that fear, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. But I could remember, you know, my meditation and I said, okay, let's just pass, let, let it just pass through me rather than holding on and think, like, oh yeah, something really bad could happen to my kids. And that would be really awful, you know, but that feeling of kind of just letting it go. So perhaps my long story <laughs> short <laughs> is around the feeling that I loved this year is probably more around kind of that acceptance of overall okayness of things yeah and maybe not attaching too much to each and every single feeling does that make sense yeah that's i i I like it and maybe i i you know what i'm picking up from that too is when you do have that good feeling how do you stay on fit how do you use that effect right so let go of the feelings that aren't positive or that aren't good but how do i stay on when the feeling is good 
maybe that's what it didn't say in your or, meditation, no, but that's what I'm thinking. Or yeah, yeah, and, that's what you think. Yeah, yeah. and that's fine. Because yeah. what I'm thinking is, for example, um, a really good feeling that I've had when I was asking you this mm. question, I was thinking for myself, and I've, I've done a little bit of exploration or, or thinking around myself, where this this feeling that I've, I'm trying to sort of please everyone and I say yes to everyone and I'm just ending up doing too much. So obviously mm-hmm. not a great feeling, ultimately. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's a very short-term great feeling because you feel great when you say yes to people, but then you don't feel great afterwards. And I, I just really worked with myself on that. And I wrote a little piece on LinkedIn where I sort of called myself my time uh, guard warrior, right? Like to, to be this like guard of, of guarding my time mm-hmm. and that feeling that the picture, even the mental image for myself gave me so much strength. So mm. that is like a feeling that I want to hold on to. Right. Mm. So when I, when I was thinking about feelings, it's like these positive feelings that we experience. And, and I really love how you said, like, you know, if we don't use them, that they'll trickle away. But when we have them, what do we do to like internalize that feeling and use mm, the power? But I of love that. the idea of, of having that. What did you say? A warrior? Yes, a time guard a time warrior. warrior. And I've had so many different responses on that, right? And I'm like, so now that image stayed with me. And when I'm getting these questions from people, like, could you do like, I really think about, you know, ask myself a little bit deeper. Will this add long-term value? Yes or no for me, right? And I'm like, will, will the, my time yes. warrior let that <laughs> yes, request through or, or not? not? Right. And uh-huh. and I, I even said in, in, in the text that I wrote, you know, very often people have no clue that they're meeting a time guard warrior. They're just like, think, they're just being let in. Sure. Come and join my like, time. Like, yeah. But I need to be that. Let that person be a little bit more visible, like my, my time guard warrior. So I love yeah. that idea of having I think the visualization there is absolutely key. I perhaps wouldn't say kind of to hold on to specific feeling, but in one way, it's perhaps similar to, to priming, you know, mm-hmm. it's setting yourself up and setting those brain connections to go, you know, the way that you would, the path you would like them to go on. So I think that that idea of having those different visualizations and whether that is even the specific parts of yourself that you can kind of look into, like how would they respond yeah. to these different elements? What's my time guard um, warrior going to say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, so here's another one to ask for you. And mm-hmm. you can, you know, take it whatever way you want to. But what are, like, a connection uh-huh. that you are, like, a relation or a connection, something that you're grateful for in your life? And maybe just go beyond, like, the the most normal one. Obvious. Well, you can, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can say your sister, but it's okay, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> but if there is anyone else... <laughs> Um, perhaps with our new astrologist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, but, but just to say something, you know, I mean, I, I think that connections, there's so much, um, obviously, happiness coming through our connections. I was skimming through um, this Ikigai book yeah. that we have mm-hmm. referred to before. Mm-hmm. And there are these quotes from the people that they have interviewed. So, you know, relatively old, quite old yes, people. Yes, that's the whole and, point. And, and they live long time. Yes. Exactly, in Japan. And they talked about, you know, one one of them said that, you know, their secret, or several of them actually, mentioned that their secret to a long and happy life is that they went up really early and then they walked out and said hello to everyone that was driving to school and the kids in the school bus and, and so on. And, you know, said, have, have a safe ride and, and so on. <laughs> and that sense of connection that that created just brings a lot of happiness yeah so perhaps without kind of bringing up the one profound connection over the year just um just kind of micro moments of connection yeah um i think most recently i had it through a lot of my workshops that i've been facilitating and holding and just been receiving a lot of connection through them with people all over the world which is amazing but yeah it's perhaps that kind of flowing of micro connections yeah, I I love that too. I agree, and I, I think through travels and and in workshops and and working with clients and but also on the tennis courts, right? It's like it's everywhere. It's like look out for these connections and and cherish them if you know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. You have a little bit, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, another one question we could ask ourselves when we do this sort of yearly check in is. Are there things we are grateful over that just happened? It was like totally outside of our control. Maybe it's sort of bigger than anything else that mm-hmm. we're just grateful for. I think it could also add our list. And yeah, uh, what if that's like your sports team winning <laughs> or, or like, or yeah. yeah, the vaccine got here this year. Like, isn't that amazing? And yeah. our parents got the vaccine. And I mean, there there's so many good things to look at that. Yeah, so exactly. So things that are not perhaps directly connected to you, but that you really appreciated or could thrive thanks to. Or, yeah, that's also nice because it's so kind of, if you think about your vision board, for example, that can sometimes be connected to a lot of achievements. Have I achieved or haven't I achieved? But we can also just be grateful for things that just randomly happen yeah to us. right like it's it's out there let's just just put it on our list and, mm-hmm. and it works mm-hmm. 
Do you, I, I put another thing on, a, on on the checklist, and that's, are you grateful for something magical that happened? Like, was there something with a touch of magic that happened to you this year? Yeah, I mean, the whole New Zealand trip, <laughs> now I already mentioned it, but how it happened um, is another story for another time. But that's a touch of, of magic. Mm -hmm. So it was mm -hmm. things out of our control that enabled that to happen. And today I've also mentioned our astrologist already, but that was very much sought. I sought after that as yeah. a way of, mm -hmm. let's see if we can let a little bit of magic in. Yeah. And there were elements of that that, you know, touched a bit upon magic. What about you? I was just thinking right now. So it was so funny that it's, I think, four years ago since the girls and I were visiting you in New York mm. and it popped up in my memories. So, and there was this one cute picture of me and the girls uh, having breakfast. I, you, you were not there then. And, And I sent the picture to Isabel and Flip and I said, oh, hey, girls, wouldn't it be so nice to go to New York again? Mm -hmm. This was yesterday. Mm -hmm. This morning I wake up in my inbox from one of my our clients. Hi, Victoria, like our CEO would like for you to come to New York <laughs> like the day after, isn't it? Yeah. And I think sometimes we throw things out there and it just comes back. Uh -huh. So I, I think that's also gratefulness it's it's being grateful about that amazing time that we had in new york and mm -hmm. like it's new time again and then it just and i do think that's something magical with gratefulness that mm -hmm. sometimes i can get almost this feeling like oh my goodness i have so many things to be grateful over that it's really scary like did i did I get too much in my bucket of gratefulness? Like, is, is it going to be all taken away? Do you ever, mm. does that happen to you? Like that fear, like there's so it's many like when wonderful things. things are going too well. Yeah. I, I'm thinking, is that a Swedish thing? Like, John, like, <laughs> don't be too happy about all the lovely things you have. So it's almost like that feeling. But I do think you can never lose by being grateful. Mm. Right. And just and stop and think like, wow, I'm here now. And I'm experiencing this and I'm grateful about it. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think so. And, and again, going back to meditation, I think that's why meditation can be so useful because I heard this, this poet say that, you know, I meditate so that when I walk into the market each day, I can notice the little blue flowers along the way. Aww. And that is a really nice way. So whether, you know, we're feeling quickly when we're scanning our life, whether we have a lot of things to be grateful for or not. I think if we, we slow down and sit down, if that's what we do when we meditate or, or whatever we do to take that extra breath and, and listen, and there's so much that we can see and smell and hear and be grateful for. Mm -hmm. That is one reason to meditate because it can really open your eyes for the small things that really are The big things. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. I love that. Mm. Makes me think of another quote. Let me read it out to you. Mm. And it's by Marcel Pagnol, French filmmaker and playwright. The reason people find it so hard to be happy is that they always see the past better than it was, the present worse than it is, and the future less resolved than it will be. Mm. Yeah. So it's a little bit that the moment of actually 
you know, right now I'm, I'm thinking back to your New Zealand trip and mm-hmm. all the craziness and you were like, ah, and now that you look back to New Zealand, it's just, you, you see this beautiful, amazing time in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that you were not grateful. You, you were grateful that you were there. Yeah. And I remember, yeah. you know, you sharing all these things, but I'm just thinking like, wow, we're, we're here now. And when we look back five or 10 years or even a month from now into this, What are the things we'll look back to and say, wow, that was so amazing? Mm. Yeah, no, I think that's really true. It's about being grateful now in this moment. I was looking back, um, I was looking back on Facebook and pictures from 2000 sometime, Mm -hmm. 2002, Mm -hmm. whenever Facebook, when we just got access to it, 2004 probably. And looking at back at university times, and I was speaking to my friend Osa, and she was like, how do you feel when you look back at those pictures? Because a strong sense has that kind of like, wow, that was such an amazing time. And wasn't it awesome to be 20 or 22 and yeah. the amount of parties, you know, I'm drunk on most of those <laughs> pictures. Like nowadays you'd never left them. But at that time, you know, there was just, it was just a long party according yeah. to my Facebook page at that time anyways. But how do I feel? I think that's a really a when I look at it, of course, it's like, oh, wow, time gone past, sense of, of longing and, and missing. But then the other part, I think, is, is exactly what you're saying. It's that awareness of, well, that was up and down. Yeah. And it was awesome, a lot of it, but it was also hard. And, you know, it, it's a it's full, you know, it's a full life mm-hmm. of different experience. Mm-hmm. So to not kind of overly glamorize a time in your life, just like your quote said, yeah, but that makes me think of one of the professors at uh, Isabel's university. She's up at UMass and it was some kind of speech for the parents and the kid, like all of us. And she said, like, it's so related to this. She's like, well, you know, most parents will tell their kids uh, when they come here, like, really enjoy yourself now because this is going to be the best time of your life. And she said, and I always say, I certainly don't hope so. Wouldn't that be sad to have the best time of your life when you are, you know, like when you're 20, right? And I thought it was quite insightful, like the best time of our lives. You know, looking back to, well, really to your point, there were wonderful things, but there were other things too that we tend to sort of forget. But what if we bring our colored sort of tinted glasses, pink, whatever it is, and look at our life right now, yeah. what is it that we would be grateful for when we look back? How will we see it? Mm-hmm. So I think that's an art in itself. And if you look at yourself right now, Josephine, and sort of summing up and concluding this episode, what would you say would be the things that you'd look back 10 years from now and say, wow, that was an amazing time? What were the things that you would be really grateful for? Oh, it would be it would be around the the kids and some of the joy uh-huh. that you have, and you know that it's a short kind of period of of their life when they're so small and you know fun in the way that they are fun now, you know. So mm-hmm. I think that whole experience. But then I would want to say that it is the simple stuff like hearing birds chirping outside and being able to have a swim in the ocean. Yeah. You know, that that kind of nature experience. And I and I hope I'll be able to be as grateful for that 
in 10 years and 15 and, and the rest of my life. Yeah. What about you? Well, while you were, were talking, I was, I was thinking really that just to look in like, so today, today when we're recording this, it's a Sunday and it's sort of just, it's actually Halloween. And I'm just thinking, what a lovely day. We we woke up, we had a nice breakfast, my husband and I, then we went to play tennis with our friends. Then we were laughing at the courts and had all this. We, we rushed home. Uh, I had a nice chat with uh, Philippa and then my other daughter, Isabel, came on, on the FaceTime and was sharing some fun stories from yesterday at college and then rushing to see you now and 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 doing this podcast recording, also preparing the guest room for one of Andrea's new business partners is coming. And tonight we have friends over for dinner. And then really, it's it's easy to just think like, oh, there's so many things to do and I need to prepare a workshop for tomorrow. You know, there's but if I really look at all these lovely things, what a wonderful, lovely day. Yeah. And it's about I mean, that is really lovely. And then I think for anyone else listening it's it's also again about like it is how you frame it a bit because it could be a rush you could see it as you said now it could be seen as like i'm just rushing around all day but if you can tap into that the beautiful parts of it and that and that's it that's the art right to tap into it and just take a moment and say like wow okay it's flowing by pretty quickly today (laughs) but there's some really really nice parts of this and just be grateful that i'm here in this moment yeah absolutely okay everyone we are very grateful for you thank you so much for listening and joining us uh, in our podcast and really take a moment do a check-in what are the things that you know when you look back to this year to right now what will be the things that you will be grateful for and then don't wait 10 years and be grateful (laughs) about them be grateful today because we had a long list of of how it's gonna help us Uh, you know we said well-being relationships optimism is all there even better athletes (laughs) (laughs) yes and thank you for listening we love doing this we're so grateful for Mm -hmm. being able to be recording this podcast And also, if you love it, maybe you share it with someone that you're grateful for and send this over to that person and they will hopefully get a a lovely boost as well. Have a wonderful, grateful time, everyone. And until next time, bye. Take care. Bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.